Hey Jason, how's it going? Oh, not bad. How's it going, Rhett? It's going pretty good. So, so what nerd uh, genre should we talk about today? Well, we were uh, we were just discussing a little bit about uh, about Arrow. How far you've gotten? Want to tell everybody how far you've been? Well, I think I'm almost done with season one. I haven't really looked ahead, but... I think you're pretty close. I think you're, like, episode, like... What, 14? Or... No, 14 is the one you where it's all on the island. All on the island? Yeah, where Slade fights Billy Wintergreen and... Oh, uh, okay, so I guess, well, I've kind of watched, like, and then three 15, or four in the last two nights. I, I was so. going to say you're probably on 17 or 18. Huh. Um, he, uh... Yeah, the show's pretty good. It definitely has some cheese to it. Oh, yeah. It's a comic book show. You have failed this city. <laughs> it's a comic book show, and it's about him discovering himself as a hero. Because, he, obviously, in the first season, too, he kills a lot of people. What a superhero he is. Why are you saying in the next one he doesn't? Yeah, in the next one he tries not to. Great. Always spoiling crap for Just shut <laughs> That's not a spoiler. <laughs> shut That's up. a huge spoiler. <laughs> Everything's a spoiler for you. I went out of my way to create that spoiler list for the Game of Thrones uh, talk that me and Kane did, and uh, and you didn't even listen to all of it. That's because I was playing a game, obviously. Oh, so it was kind of hard to... Yeah, so I was like playing a game on one screen here and listening on the other, and I had it queued up, and I was looking for the time spots, but then it would like get to one, and I'd be like, ah, oh, crap. Okay, jump ahead. And then it'd be going, and then you'd like slip something in, and I was like, is this... Wait, what? And then I'd look, and I was like, this part isn't covered, but I don't want to hear about this. So I'd skip. Right. And then I'd be listening. And be like, okay, listening, listening. And then I'd be like, ah, skip. <laughs> yeah, I tried You know, I tried to be thorough, but at the same time, yeah. I guess I don't know what you consider spoilers. I mean, we were just speculating based on things that yeah. have been discussed in the show and in the books and stuff. So I didn't really consider it spoilers because we weren't giving away any really key plot details. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just very picky about that. Yeah. I, d I do... To a fault. I'm pretty uh, <laughs> diligent about avoiding stuff. Yeah. It was uh, pretty hard to do that for the Arrow Season 2 finale. Because uh, I watched it, like, hours afterwards. And I'm a part of all these, like, Facebook groups and uh, yeah. stuff like that. Where people are just douchebags about it. Even, like, I even hate, like, um, emotional responses where people are like, OMG! Like, uh, all caps. I'm just like, really? Just shut up. Because then I go into the episode with these expectations. Exactly, exactly. So you just, it's really hard to avoid. Like, I just cut myself off. When I know there's something coming up, I'll just cut myself off from social media. Although, for me, personally, like, I feel when people tell me that it's an amazing episode or whatever, that I'm going to love it. I mean, I, I, I do this to people all the time, but... I mean, when people tell me that, or if I read the OMG thing, you know, on Facebook or whatever, I go into the episode with these expectations that... I'm just like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And it is amazing, but You're I thought right. it was going to be amazing. And, it, <clears throat> you know, it wasn't more amazing than I thought it was going to be. And, yeah. and but you're disappointed because you're like, oh, I thought it was going to be super yeah. amazing, and it was just amazing. Yeah. And now I'm a little disappointed, even though it was super good. But here's here's where I'm going with this is that I also I, – I don't really get that way from, like, spoilers. Like – you know, people told me, like, Dumbledore died or whatever, and then I'm just like, whatever. Like, spoiler, spoiler. It, <laughs> no, spoilers are passed on Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't even care. Um, but, you know, something like that, uh, and they, uh, 
And to me, it doesn't diminish my enjoyment of it anymore. What I hate is when people are like, oh my god, the books are gonna suck now, or the movies are gonna be amazing, or whatever, because Dumbledore died. You know, then that kind of ruins it. But if they're just like, yeah, Dumbledore dies, I'm like, oh, okay. And I can kind of expect it in the book, but it doesn't diminish my emotional experience any less. Like when that part happens? Yeah. Hmm. Like, you know... Uh, although, for, somehow, throughout Game of Thrones, like, reading the books, I somehow managed to not get spoiled for anything. I, it helped that I read the first three books, like, within a couple weeks. But well, that's the thing, like, especially when you don't know anything about it. Like, when everyone was going on and on about Game of Thrones, like, seasons two, you know, was out, however many books were out, like, three or four, and people were talking about it left and right, but none of it was relevant to me. Yeah. So none of it stood out to me. It was like oh, this happens and this happens, and it's like, you know, it doesn't stay in my head because I yeah. don't know those people. So it's just like in and out, and I'm not retaining it. Yeah, now that true. I'm watching it, someone's like, oh, blah, blah, blah happens. I'm like, oh, dang it. Well, I started reading the books because me and Cody were kind of trying to find something to watch together. And not watch together, but kind of watch at the same time. And why would you watch anything with that guy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, because we had done Supernatural, and, like, I started watching Supernatural because of him, and I really liked it, and we were kind of looking at other things, and we were kind of looking at, like, Battlestar Galactica, but then he started watching Game of Thrones, and he's like, Game, you know, this Game of Thrones thing, and I was like, I kind of wanted to read the books, but I could never mm-hmm. really, like, get into it. Yeah, that's where I am, or was. And so I, I ended up watching the show with him based on his recommendation, and uh, and what's actually was cool about that, me and Bailey watched it. It's, like, one of the only shows that we've ever watched, like, for the first time together. And it wasn't, like, me oh, having right. to, like, pull her leg or, or her having to pull my leg. Like, it was just, like, we were hooked at the same time. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so that was really nice. And Cody watched it with us, and I was like, wow, this is really good. And it put into context, like, the pre- the uh, prelude that I had read, like, 6,000 times from the, the book. first book. Yeah. Because I could never get past it. And I'll say... And, uh... Because I was like, if, if, if this is going to be how the book is going to be, like, do I really need to read it? I should have just skipped the prelude like I do for everything. Well, like, all of the, the Wheel, Wheel of Time, time. <laughs> and stuff like but that. Some of those, so many things happen. Like, oh, in Wheel of Time, there's there's a character, which I think you've had little exposure to. But he's, like, such a cool character. Who? And, um, right, it's been, like, two years since I've finished those books again. But Two years? The last one was just released, like, last year. No. Holiday time. No, it was released in the... Memory of Light came out, like, this time last year. Maybe. Maybe. Within 18 months, at least. Well, anyways, it's, it's one of the great generals uh, that's over in the west, west area. Um, oh, like the White Cloak with guy? With a K. No, no, no. Uh, I think his name starts with a K. Yeah, you told me that he's only in the preludes, really. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, only in the preludes, and he's got some pretty badass parts. Um, up until, like, the last book or two, and then he's, like, finally involved a little bit. But he's really cool. Hmm. That is pretty cool. But I, I get well, it. The first time I read the books, the, pre- well, you know, the preludes were always just like, uh, or the prologues were just took so long. 150 you know, pages. I mean, come on. Well, and you know how I hear a lot of authors describe a prelude as anything that that obviously like contributes to, I don't know, your understanding of the story or whatever, but that isn't necessary for the story being told in the book. Hmm. You know, so the way they always ask is like, okay, can you cut your prelude? Because if so... Then it's a prelude. 
then yeah. Maybe I have that backwards, though. I don't know. But yeah, because it's like, well, if your story doesn't make any sense without the prelude, then maybe it should be your chapter one. Right, okay, I see. Because you look at Game of Thrones, and he always he starts off... Well, his prelude is famous for Game of Thrones, because it's it starts off and it tells you exactly what you're in for. This is a fantasy series, there's monsters, there's magic, dark things are coming, and then you go to chapter one... And you don't even see or hear about magic until right. like the third book. Everyday stuff again. You really don't see or hear about magic until the <clears throat> the red priest of uh, Relor is, um, or the red priestess of Relor is, you know, doing blood magic for Stannis. Oh yeah. You know, um, that's like the first time you really see any magic being done. Or I guess. I guess the first time you kind of see magic is well, when Daenerys like, yeah, burns herself say, in the yeah, water. But, but you don't. The dragons and the but that didn't make any sense to me when I first saw that. I was like, I was like, is she like? I I kind of was like, is her brother like molesting her and stuff? Is she trying to like clean herself? Like you would see like in a modern movie where like the girl would be sitting in the shower like scrubbing herself till she's bleeding. Mm. You know, I didn't notice that the water was that hot until I like read the book. Yeah, and I read that part of the book and I was like, oh. Well, at the time it made because I I ended up. Well, no, I guess I did end up reading the book first, but I watched like five episodes of the show before I read the book and finished it, and then finished the show. Um, and that was back, like, right as season two was coming out, and uh, I, it didn't make sense to me in the show until, like, she had picked up the eggs that mm-hmm. were, like, on the coals, and then the one girl picks them up and, like, yeah. has, like, scale prints That's on That's what I saw, too, yeah. And I was like, oh, she's a Targaryen! She, of course, when she walks into the fire. She's a true dragon! And her brother's gonna get a crown of gold that will make other men weep to behold. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not immune to fire. No, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Man, I wish Drogo was, like, hmm. more, like, in it longer. God, he was, like, my favorite character. That's good. Jason Momoa, like, really brought him to life. Although I I really liked that they gave him like a fight scene in the in the show because that's not how he gets wounded in the books but in the yeah. show you know that's yeah I think I I've read past that part in the book I'll pick those up once I finish some Star Wars again Star Wars Star no thing. doesn't matter they're not stories anymore they don't matter yeah yeah J J Abrams just shit on every child's childhood of Star Wars fans and. You know how many books I read of Star Wars, and now they mean almost nothing. Well, who ultimately made the decision? I, I bet mean, you. Lucas said, oh, none of this is canon. I haven't even read any of it. Like, come on, he hasn't read any Did of it? Did he really say that? Yeah. He had to have read freaking Zahn stuff. I know. He's like, oh, I've heard some things, but I've never read any of it, and it's not canon, and so basically... My understanding that. of it was that every sto- story kind of had to, like, pass... In yeah. front of his eyes, like that's I, th- what I thought. I thought he had to approve them, and be like, "Okay, I, yeah." That I knew works. that he probably didn't read them all. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, shoot. but I bet they were like, "Here's a story about Luke rebuilding the Jedi Order on and at the Temple of Yavin Four, and then Luke's like, "Oh, that," or I mean, George Lucas is like, "Oh, that's a good idea," and they're like, "Here's a video game set five thousand years before the <laughs> rise of the Galactic Empire." Um, God, such a good series, and it's about a Jedi who has amnesia and turns out that that Jedi is a Sith, and so on and so forth. And he's yeah, like, he's oh, got what a good idea. Of, like, reviewers, yeah. and they go through the stuff, and then they kind of pass on their their judgment on it, and then he considers them. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I wonder how many got denied, you know? 
Probably a I lot. I don't know. You can't just anybody can't just do it. Yeah, I think most of the time you have to be invited to. And of course, then you've got to adhere to all the other things that have happened in the extended universe. Yeah. You can't be like, hey, I'm going to write these books. In this one, Chewbacca becomes a Jedi, and then he kills Luke. So that happens right after the battle of... Uh... <laughs> like, you can't just make stuff up completely. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I'm trying to think of, like, stuff that really, like, could even step on the toes of other stuff. I think the biggest continuity stuff comes from pretty much everything that's set after the movies with... Uh, like Han and Leia's kids and stuff like that. Are you talking about with the new movie? No, I mean the books. Like, those are, like, the biggest books that, like, really have, like, where you need to do your research about who the kids are. Right, because you can just make up stuff. I mean, for, like, for, like, Darth Darth, uh, Bane and stuff, they were like, okay, here's a time period where there isn't anything yet. So we'll go 4,000 years. 1,000 years after, you know, the Kodor games. Yeah. And I could probably just you know, make up what I want, pretty much. I mean, that's what they did, and it turned out good, and now anybody else that wants to go into that kind of time frame has that to work on. Or they can go 3,000 years, you know, back instead of four and make up what they want. I'd like to read some stuff from way before. Like way, way before? Like way before Coder? Yeah. Like uh, Corbin stuff? Yeah, like the Great Hyperspace War... Which I think... Wasn't there something like 30,000 years ago? I remember hearing something. I don't remember. I don't know, but... But there was the time when uh, these two, like, rogues that were brother and sister down on their luck were exploring, like, hyperspace routes uh, in order to make money. And uh, they discovered, like, this the Sith, or, the, like, the Sith as we know them. Hmm. And then they had a fleet of ships, and they came over to attack the the old republic. Um, there was a big war, and I think it was like, who were the two people like? Not Exarchoon, but Frida Nad and Nagasato, hmm. and uh, and they like betrayed each other. And then when one of them lost to the old republic and came back, there was the other guy waiting and like killed them, and they both killed each other or something. I don't, I have no idea. <clears throat> that was all like lore from the Coder games. Well, Frida Nad and Nagasato were in the tomb. Were in the tomb, but I don't think that lore was established in Kotor. Where'd you hear about it then? I think there's some stories or books already. Oh, there are. I mean, I've gone to like the. There's like a lot of comic books, like like uh, Exarchoon has a uh, has a uh, a temple on Corbin, right? A tomb on Corbin, and he has comic books based off of him before before Kotor came out, like Dark Horse Comics, I think. Oh. Maybe, yeah. I thought I, you know, like when I was looking at books, I guess, maybe comics didn't get included in this timeline, but, you know, I went online and either went to Wikipedia or... Yeah, because XR Kuhn... And I pulled up a timeline so I could download all the books and try to read as many in order, and that's why I started with Darth Bane. And then from there I read something else, but then I ended up reading the... Probably only included books. Yeah, maybe it was only books, but I know I had, like, short stories, too, I think. Well... Maybe just comics were included. But... Because X Harkoon, like, I mean, Those he's the cool one. comics to pick up. Huh. X Harkoon's spirit was, like, trapped on Yavin. And Luke's students meet X Harkoon's spirit and are, like, turned to the dark side or killed by him. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. I haven't read too much post. It's <clears> the best. 
Yeah, I'm getting there. But it's just, better than old Republic stuff. I like stuff. to do things in order. Yeah, well, you're dumb. Start post then. What do you think is the better? You think the original trilogy is better or the prequel trilogy is better? Yeah, exactly. So why are you reading the <laughs> early stuff first? Okay, I mean, how awesome is KOTOR compared to, like, Jedi Academy? Jedi Academy is pretty awesome. Compared to KOTOR. You can't really compare them. <laughs> Fine, we're not comparing. Just I mean, I hold like them in more? the same light, because I like, honestly, like, Jedi Academy, wasn't it out first? Like, mm-hmm. I never played that one. It was awesome. It was such a good game. That and, like, uh, Jedi Knight 2, uh, Jedi Outcast. Yeah. It was an awesome game, and it had a good storyline, and it was an action game, and there was a lot of fun to it. Same with Jedi Academy. It was the same way. Obviously, KOTOR is a better game. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. But, <clears throat> like, I like, I probably like them equally. Like, I've pl- probably played them through the same number of times. I probably have more hours in Jedi Academy because of the multiplayer. Yeah, maybe. No, but, uh... not maybe. It's true. Um, but as far as, like, what I like to read about more, I mean, I'm reading the, you know, the Thrawn trilogy or whatever, and it's like, those are good, but I like Darth Bane trilogy better. You're stupid. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. Just totally shit all over our dreams. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's disappointing because I mean, just if, watch if the they kids were making... be named like something slightly kids. different. Like, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's gonna be a few, but so far, there's gonna be a few. It's thirty years after. Yeah, but who all is gonna have kids? Luke's Anna probably Leia. not gonna have a kid. He has a kid with Mara Jade. Yeah, in the books. <clears throat> That's all thrown out. I bet he doesn't have a kid. I mean, because really, Jedi aren't supposed to fall in love anyway. Yeah, but that changes, like, after... Yeah. That changes in the new Jedi Order, because all of the all of the Jedi that he recruits to his temple at first are uh, <clears throat> the children of Jedi who survived Order 66. Oh. Oh. Like, he has the, like, holoc- uh, the holocrons from the, uh, uh, from uh, Coruscant, and he, like tries to discern, like, which Jedi survived Order 66. Hmm. Well, don't tell me too much. Well, what am I, I'm not <laughs> spoiling it. That's just how it is. I don't know. <clears throat> but so as far as the movie, though, yeah. I mean, it seems pretty obvious Han and Leia have a kid. But I, I bet they only have one. They have to have twins. I'm sorry. They have no, to have twins. I bet they don't have twins. I'll kill myself if they don't. I'm not really? watching the movie. I'm not going to the theater to watch it. I probably still will. 3D. Oh, yeah, I'll probably still watch it in the theater so I can get out to it. Yeah, I probably will too, but I'm not going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for another movie. I think it comes out, out, what, December 2015? Really? That far away? Yeah, yeah I guess that So I think this December I'll do, like, The Hobbit, the third Hobbit movie. Because, yeah, so far it's been, like, my birthday has been, oh, I'm going to go see Hobbit 1. And I'm like, oh, I want to see Hobbit 2. This year will be, oh, I want to see Hobbit 3. And next year will be, like, Star Wars. So, like, that's... There we go. Got my birthdays lined up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, 
I bet they only have the one kid. I bet that there's not twins. I mean, there was one kid sitting between them. What's her name? Uh, between who? Oh, have you seen the picture? No. Oh. There was, like, a picture. They were doing a screen reading, or a, screen, a script reading. Yeah. And they have this, like, kind of black and whitish picture, and between Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher is an actress named uh, Daisy something, and she's uh, almost so weird. <clears throat> she, like, all of a sudden, her internet profile, like, internet persona exploded, like, she had, like, nothing. And then all of a sudden, YouTube videos of her started getting taken down. Just, like, everything of her just got started getting stripped off the internet. Hmm. And, like, her Twitter profile went away. Just, like, so many things. She just disappeared. But her agent still has, like, a profile up. And it, it said that she has, like, a lot of background in gymnastics and dancing and kind of all these athletic-y type things. So everyone's like, yep, yeah, those are skills a Jedi would need as an actor, you know? Yeah, I'm sure Luke had a background in gymnastics. Well, did you see him doing a lot of gymnastic moves in those movies? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a Jedi do a lot of gymnastic moves. Uh, well, I mean, they kind of do in the first three, or the, the prequels. Yoda was the only one. Listen, I'm just saying they're a lot more agile in the prequels. I mean, Obi-Wan's doing a lot of jumping, and a lot more maneuvers. In, in number four, there's like, like, I mean... It's supposed to be two old men fighting. Yeah. But you put those same old men in a new movie, and those old men are still going to be... And I don't think they really wanted to kill each other. Yeah, but either way, those I old men... I think they were just, like, wanted like to Count talk. Count Dooku's an old man. He was still pretty adept at fighting. Obviously, Vader was better than we gave him credit for, because he freaking fought Luke, and he wasn't, like, <laughs> you know, he wasn't like, Stop, I'm old! Please! No, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, you look at the, the moves in those movies, and they were pretty limited with what they could do. And I don't hold that against those movies are my favorite. But I'm just saying, in the new ones, there's going to be a lot more, you know, uh, a lot more acrobatics. So she's got that kind of background. Uh, her agent also says she can play a character anywhere from, like, 18 to 22 years of age or something like that. So, it's and she was sitting between Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher, so it's everyone's speculating she's going to be their daughter and a Jedi. There are female Jedi that Luke recruits to his temple, but that all takes place like seven years after <clears throat> after the Battle of Yavin. So yeah, but they none would be of that's ancient. Happen. I mean, the Battle of Yavin doesn't happen. Huh? No, the seven years <laughs> after doesn't happen. No, they're erasing the movies too. Didn't you hear? <laughs> <laughs> Starting over. It's not even going to be called Star Wars anymore. <laughs> uh, oh, God. It's called uh, Star Peace Time. I was going to say that, too, but I was like, that's stupid. That's, I know. that's why I had to say it, obviously. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Let's I mean, see. they could have stayed within the extended universe. Like, all they had to do was kind of look at what was there, create a new story, and be like, here we go. 30 years out. 30 years out? In the story, you know why they re-erase it? Because Chewie's dead in the 30 years out from... Uh, so do 10 years out. That's, I mean, that's my thought, too. There's still some good stuff. There's Remnants so of the Galactic Empire. they could do. I mean, they can't do 10 years out and bring back the original actors. No one's going to buy that. <laughs> You're not going to be like, uh, 
hey, Luke, you are not 30 years old in this movie. <laughs> yeah, right. doesn't matter how much CGI they use. But, but there's so many stories they could tell. Like, I don't know. I mean... They could always fill them backwards if they wanted to do it that way. If they wanted to have the original actors like show up, nah, that'd be weird. That'd be weird. But they could have just not had the original actors and gone, you know, found a gap. <clears throat> found a gap in the books and been like, here we go. We're going to make They could have right done there. X-Wing uh, books, you know? Wedge Antilles. And... Well, I, I get that they don't want to just, like, take some books and turn those into movies. Like, they well, don't I'm not the saying Thrawn they should. And make that into movies. Well, that would be awesome. They should. I want to see Thrawn <laughs> on the big screen. I want to see Mara Jade on the big screen, too. It would be awesome. Also... And, and Card or whatever, the, the uh, smuggler guy. He's pretty cool. <clears throat> I also would love to see Kip Duran on the big screen, and uh, he's from the Jedi Academy trilogy. Yeah, that's, I kind of thought so. Well, we'll see what they do. I mean, Abrams has a good reputation. So no, we'll I see. don't. People like his stuff. Does he have a good reputation? He's the king of stripping everything away and making it however he wants. Does it turn out good? No, it turns out great, but the only reason I bought it in Star Trek was because of the yeah, alternate universe. Which they like, always do anyway. Which was, I was just like, wow, that's totally a Star Trek explanation. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you, dude. They don't do that in Star Wars at all. <laughs> no, there's no, none of that. No alternate. So... I mean, what are they going to... Is there a temporal dis- disruption that the Millennium Falcon's going to fall into and and all of a sudden their lives aren't what they thought it was supposed to be? I would be so pissed if that happened. Yeah. If they yeah. can come up with a reason that it's not, like, follows anything else that's very Star Wars-y, maybe I can get on board with it. But look at the other things J.J. did. I mean, Lost? Yeah, sure, Lost is a great show. But at the same time, like... I was thinking about back to it the other day, like how much of those flashbacks like mattered to this story at all. Like, there's a whole part I was thinking of with the character John Locke, and I was just like, how does that pertain to anything that he does on the island? Hmm. I didn't. Yeah, we didn't finish even the first season, I think. But I mean, I, I liked the flashbacks, but yeah, I don't necessarily think they added to so much to like the story on the island. I think it just gave characters more depth well it was kind of cool because you it kind of showed you like where people were coming from like where people were coming from and like why they were on the island and like well, that's true there was the a kind lot of, of like how they ended up there that was cool yeah it, it helps like explain like because the, the island is like kind of magical in a sense you know you think <laughs> yes i do think yeah i've seen all the episodes um you know, so it's kind of shows you that, and it's kind of cool to see the characters like bump into each other without realizing. Oh yeah, that was cool. It was like, wait, what? <laughs> yes, yeah. ran into each other there. And, yeah. And um, yeah, that was actually probably like my favorite part of the show was when they were doing the flashbacks, not so much necessarily when they were on the island. I and think I, I liked the <clears throat> island interactions between the characters, but I just didn't like all the random magical stuff that was happening. I like the island stuff, like when they get stuck backwards in time. And, like, when it's other stuff, like, other than them, like, being on the beach and, like, being harassed by the quote-unquote others, they got parts boring. But when they start exploring the island and they start getting into, like, the stations and they start, you know, just 
all that stuff, and then there's the the time discrepancies and all that stuff. Like that's cool. Like I like all that. I don't know what you're talking about. You're just, I'm plugging my ears because you're spoiling the crap out of this show. Yeah, you're not gonna watch it, are you? <laughs> no, I, I doubt we'll go back through. And and actually, that's a show that I don't really care if things got too spoiled on because I mean, you I'm watched that invested You watched in Arrow, right? They, he ruined the uh, ending of Lost for you. I know. And he's like, oh, in the ending of Lost? He's like, what What other things did you miss while you were on the island? Yeah. Oh, Lost ended. Uh, guess what? They were all dead. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tommy. Tommy's a good character. I like him. I like that they like ha- they had to have the Lost reference because... Could, uh, yeah, the island getting shipwrecked the island, on an island. They were shipwrecked on an island. As soon as that happened, I was like, what is this, Lost? <laughs> they are shipwrecked on an island, and the island's name is Purgatory. Yeah. In Mandarin. It's actually Lian Yu, but... Um, also, the first thing I thought about when I saw Arrow was like, oh, this is like too similar to like Batman. So I don't know that much about Green Arrow, but I was like, Bruce Wayne, rich guy. Well, yeah. Uh, parents die. Yeah. He has like a billion dollars, so he just like makes himself a bunch of cool gadgets. Yeah, but the cool crime. thing about Batman is was that Batman was trained by the League of Shadows, or the League of Assassins. Was he done that? In the comics? Yeah. I think so. Because they don't get into that at all, like in the in the very first Batman with like Michael Keaton, like I mean, show where he was trained. Here's the thing: so Slade Wilson, Green Arrow. Here, here's where I started being like, okay, Green Arrow can kind of stand on his own away from Batman, um, and it has nothing to do. I mean, they're so similar, and I hope that they make a joke about that in the show, like where, you know, where Oliver is like made aware of Bruce Wayne's identity as Batman or something like that, and he's like billionaire posing as a, as like a oh, superhero be, at night so funny <laughs> and he's just like god this guy needs to be original or something you know just poke fun at it like because or like poke fun at his outfit or something yeah i mean i hope that they do because who wears a bat outfit <laughs> bats <laughs> lame <laughs> right i mean that would be so cool if they that did something cool. like that just so how, do, how does uh dc comics like uh intertwine stuff like that because i know for like marvel well, you know like they're kind of mixed. They're like, oh, what about this that happened? And they're like, oh, yeah. For but the like, show? Like, like, like Avengers, how does X-Men. The... You know, like, they're never really together at the same time. No. Well, yeah, <clears throat> in DC, things, in you know? DC, yeah, they are. Because all of them, all of the heroes are, like, in the Justice League together. Yeah. You know? And, uh, like, I mean, they're all pretty well tied in together. Like, Spider-Man's its own thing. Like, in the Spider-Man world, there isn't the X-Men. You know, the X-Men don't come and, I mean... Which is really? great, because Spider-Man you know, is on the Avengers at some point, but, I mean, you, you think about... Spider-Man's really not in the same world as the X-Men? I don't think so. I mean, I think they intertwine, but generally, like, when you think of these people, like, like Fantastic Four, they're in New York? Like, how many, how many Marvel Freaking heroes are in, New York? are in New York? And they never... But Spider-Man joins the Fantastic Four at one point. Yeah, and He the joins Avengers. them. But, like, typically when they're out and about and you see, like, the news, they're like, where's Spider-Man? They're not like, where's Spider-Man or Fantastic Four or the Avengers? Like, where's somebody? They're just like, where's that hero? For- <laughs> Here's Iron Man, thank God! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's true. I don't know. But in the, um, I, I see, I guess I've always wondered that. And people always ask me that. And I'm like, yeah, no, they're mixed. Because I swear to God, I've seen Spider-Man and Wolverine fighting before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly in comics, there's a lot more crossover, but in the movies, you know, it's so focused on a character, and you just, like, look at the city, and you're like, well, there's definitely other superheroes in the world, right? Like, you'd think they'd be around, too. Yeah. 
I don't know. That's a good question. Because I wonder the same thing. I mean, and everyone saw the meme after the Avengers, like where Spider-Man's like sitting on the curb and he's like, why wasn't I invited? You know, and it's like, <laughs> really, really, sp- <laughs> he's just sitting there on the curb and he's like, got his head down. And he's like, why wasn't I invited to be in the Avengers? <laughs> you know, and uh, <clears throat> which the real reason is that Fox still has the rights to Spider-Man and Marvel you know, Disney has the rights to the other ones. So that's why their Fox is still making X-Men movies, still making Spider-Man movies. Because the contract says that when they quit making movies, we have the rights as long as they're using them. And then if they don't, if they go five years without making something, then the property goes back to Marvel or Disney in this case. So what all do they own then? Just X-Men and Spider-Man? Like Wolverine's under X-Men, so... Yeah. I know there's like a new Wolverine or X-Men movie coming out with... Them. Yeah, it comes out in a couple days. Oh, really? I want to go see it. Looks awesome. It has Gambit in it, apparently. Has B- Bishop in it. No, that's cool. It has Sentinels in it. Really? It's Days of Future Past. Oh, man. I, yeah, <laughs> it looks I, awesome. This is how much I don't get news uh, and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That was always some of my favorite stuff from like the cartoons and comics and stuff. Yeah. That's the <clears> best <throat> stuff. I mean, who cares about... Who cares about... Magneto's bullshit. I want to see Sentinels. I want to see Wolverine use his claws to rip up a Sentinel. Wait, so is this... Is this one with the new actors or the old actors? Both. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Time I know travel. you're talking about. The one with... Uh, okay, this has the old... Uh, <clears throat> James McAvoy. No idea who that is. Uh, the guy that plays Professor X in the... Yeah, X-Men yeah, he's in it. I think. Class. Patrick Stewart's in it. Oh, that's right. Don't they like meet or something? Both, both. Yeah, it's time travel like okay. stuff. <clears throat> because yeah, yeah, yeah. because the Sentinels I like did, I, I think there's something about them having to go back in time and like stop the Sentinels from wiping <clears throat> out every mutant or something. I have no idea what it yeah, is. Yeah, I think it's pretty. Typical. But the, I think the storyline is taken from the comics. I think everyone kind of knows like yeah, what's going on. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I did, it's suppo- I didn't know that one. Was I think it's supposedly out. like one of the best arcs. Like it's one of everyone's favorite <clears throat> arcs in the comics. But <clears throat> going back to your question about the DC like intertwining stuff like. The thing is, is, like, right now, like, the DC Cinematic Universe is, like, almost a separate entity from the comics and the shows. Like, they're all kind of separate entities. But the thing is, because, like, right, like, everyone's always just like, well, holy crap, with how good Arrow's doing, like, how could they not mix that in with the movies? You know, because I think I haven't seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but everyone says that, like, they, like, from the new Captain America movie, they intertwine aspects of that into the show. And now everyone's saying, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. is way amazing and it was worth the 15-episode wait or something for it to be Really? Because we went, like, <laughs> we went like, seven or eight in and then watched, finally we were like, ah. Uh, yeah, I think I watched, like, five and I was like, We'd have it well, sitting on our DVR and be like, ah, there's other stuff to watch. Well, it's hard for me to get on board with it. I watched five episodes or whatever and I was like, I seriously gave Arrow a shot, cold start. I would have I would have watched S.H.I.E.L.D. just based off of reputation. I gave Arrow a shot, cold start, and it had me hooked and I wasn't even, like... A fanboy. Right. And it had me hooked and I was coming back episode after episode. Not because, like, the story was really tight or whatever, but because it was doing some things right and it was entertaining. It was just a good 40 minutes of television I could watch right before Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just entertaining to watch him beat the crap out of people. Whereas, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you were sitting there and like, okay, I'm waiting for this to cool get good. Gonna... I'm waiting for... Yeah. No, no, not this time. Maybe next just time. Just failed to live up to... Exp- I mean, Joss Whedon's behind it. It doesn't, you know... It just sucked yeah. that it took that long and... But I don't know if it gets better, but that's what everyone's saying. But Yeah, I think Tim watches it maybe. And, well, I remember him, yeah, because I remember him saying something about how it tied in with the Captain America movie. And like, yeah. there was some kind of spoiler, don't watch the next episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. if you haven't seen that Captain America movie or something like that. 
I don't know. But see, right now, like, and this is the best idea I've ever heard, you know, because people are like, are you know, are you trying to, like, what version of, you know, Oliver Queen are you trying to do in the show? And they, they always ask these questions, like, you know, like, what do you think about you guys doing better than, um, than S.H.I.E.L.D. on TV and all this stuff? And the producer said, like, we're not trying to do better than anybody. We're, we're trying to do our own thing, and we're not trying to make this version of... Oliver Queen. We're not trying to make the version of Oliver Queen we want to see on the big screen in movie theaters, but we are trying to make the definitive version of Oliver Queen. We're trying to make the the definitive edition of Oliver Queen that people, when they talk about Oliver Queen, they're going to cite the TV show as being, you know, the archetypal Green Arrow, which was a good answer in my because they're not trying to they're not trying to beat the comics. They're not trying to get them on the big screen. They're not, they're just trying, and, and then what they said about the Marvel thing is like, and, you know, we're not trying to beat anyone, but we are trying to do the best hour of television that we can, you know? And I was just like, that's a good answer because that's, yeah. that's the, that's the way that they're doing the things that they are doing and they're doing them so well just by being themselves and taking some risks and, but also like solid writing. Like, I'm so happy go watch Smallville and the there's so many like contrived and convoluted like plot points like people were talking about like at one point like what if these people like swapped brains or what? like what if this person Smallville's took this... like the superman one right yeah, yeah okay. or or what if these characters <clears throat> like what if one of them died and the other one like took their name and like assumed their identity and blah because that's the only way the plot makes sense you know and it's like oh god you know um and stuff like that. And there's just all this convoluted nonsense with it, right? And there's also all this drama. Like, I love you. No, I love you. No, I'm breaking up with you the next episode and I'm never going to talk to you. Oh, I have amnesia and I forgot about all that. So we're happy again. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And Arrow has <clears throat> is on the same network. But they were just, like, it was like some of the makers from Smallville, I think, came over to Arrow. And they're just like, we can't do that again. <laughs> okay? So this is going to be how it is. And they... They avoid all of the, like, really stereotypical CW drama that they have. Like, I can't... Like, it gets me every time. Supernatural does it, too. I watch that show. But, you know, Supernatural does it. Like, one of the seasons is all about, like, one of the brothers dying because he gave away his soul to, like, save his other brother. And so it's a whole year of them just being, like, with him having this, like, doom of, you know, Damocles, like, hanging above his head. And he's going to go to hell because his soul belongs to hell already or whatever. Mm. And then that, the season ends and he's in hell. And then the next season starts and he's dragged out of hell by an angel. And, you know, it's like, really? Like, and then, oh, the other brother is going to die this time. The other brother gets locked in a cage with Lucifer and all this stuff. And it's like, really? Like, it's cool. It makes for good television. Those were all the best seasons. <laughs> but it's so contrived and, you know what I mean? It's just like, and convoluted and... They're just, like, kind of forcing it. Yeah, they force it a little bit. You know, in Arrow, everything I feel like is pretty organic as far as, like, TV-related stuff is. You know, and sometimes you get... You have to have that suspension of disbelief for the show to work yeah. a little bit. you got to get your ratings. What? So you got to get your ratings. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like, on the, on the viewer side, like, you kind of have to have that, like, a little... You're willing to forgive a little bit because, oh, it's TV, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You're willing to say... <clears throat> You're willing to come up with a reason why something works, like, kind yeah. of on your own. 
you know, you're expected to, you know, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, but if you forgive it a little bit, it, it doesn't do any of those things that the CW is renowned for. Yeah. I don't know what network most of the shows I watch are on. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, because I just like go and search. And I'm like, did I search for this show? Yeah. Record. You know, I don't know what network it's on ever. Yeah. Well, Smallville, like, well, Supernatural. It, actually, I'm starting to know. I still don't actually I get it mixed up like ABC and NBC. Oh, but those one of those are... networks is notorious for just canceling shows. Good shows. Fox? Fox is notorious <laughs> for doing that. Maybe it's Fox. I don't know. No, it's NBC or ABC. I think it's NBC. I don't know. Like, Community just got canceled. Did Battlestar Galactica air on NBC at first? I have no idea. That was all on Netflix. Could have swore it did. But then it switched over to sci-fi. Oh, right, right. Well, that was like Merlin. Merlin was on some network. BBC America? I don't know, but it ended up going to sci-fi, though. Yeah. I remember what it was first on. No, no, no. It wasn't on BBC America. It was on, like, Fox or something like that. Was it? I don't because, know. Because, uh... I was just, I've always watched it on sci-fi or BBC. Because, like, Judy and Paul were watching it, and I don't, I don't think they watch shows on BBC. I don't know. <coughs> well, Fox is, yeah. That was weird. That was like, good. spit just, like, <laughs> fell down my throat. I was, like, sitting there, and this was, like... <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... <coughs> but Fox is really notorious for canceling shows. Like, you look at uh, Firefly, yeah, Futurama... What network is Community on? Um, it's on one of the BCs, I think. <laughs> BBC? No. ABC? NBC? NBC? NBC. Uh, it's on one of the BCs. It's on one of those broadcasting channels. Yeah. <laughs> OBC? Oh, wait. No, that's OPB. Um, but yeah, that show got canceled. and um, Oh, and uh, they have the, like, Once Upon a Time show, which is, like, the Disney... Yeah, it's bringing Frozen to it. <laughs> yeah, I just saw that. It's funny. I was like, wow, yeah, I haven't seen Frozen. Everyone's, like, going nuts oh, about it, though. It is insane. Okay. We, <clears throat> for Mother's Day, we went to... Uh... Should I have seen it in theaters? Is, like, not seeing it in theaters going to, like, make nah. my life suck? No, nah, that's fine. But it's insane. Okay. Uh, it's insane how much hype it has. Like... Yeah. Because it's just like, okay, this is just another Disney show. I mean, it's a movie. It's okay. good. It was good. Yeah. But you don't think it deserves all that hype? Not the hype it's got. We have, uh, Claire has a doll. Like a foot and a half, like, stuffed yeah. Elsa doll. Who's Elsa? She's, like, the main frosty queen princess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's the ice princess or whatever. Yeah, nice. Well, that's who was, that's who was at the end of the episode of that. <clears throat> once upon a time was Elsa she was like walking out she's, yeah, she's, the, mean, she's the ice queen that's what she is so well like uh, like she's in other fairy tales like she's the ice queen oh okay so she's in other yeah so like Frozen wasn't the beginning of her she's the ice queen right uh, or ice princess ice queen I think she's well because she's a queen Nathan. in the movie <laughs> <laughs> don't start about Dota we don't have time for that right now <laughs> right uh <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, the movie, so this doll we have, uh, it was a gift to her, and she's dragging it around, and Evie wants it. So she's, like, dragging it around, and now they've got one of them, and they're kind of like, it's Claire's, but Evie wants it. So we're like, oh, let's look up, see how much another one costs. And it's like 50 bucks? <laughs> 50. 
100 bucks. 100 bucks. Dude, that thing is like on Amazon and eBay for like 150 bucks. What? Yeah. Take it away from your kids and sell it. <laughs> yeah. I know, she was like dragging that thing around outside, dropping it. She, I think she dropped it and like, she like fell Why? in the water. Why is this so hyped? I don't know. And like people were like spending hundreds of dollars on like a dress. We got, uh. I mean, as far as like Disney movies go, like, does it, like, you think it ranks pretty high among like the better Disney movies or? I mean, it's going to be like a, you know, a, a, it'll make a classic like Beauty and the Beast and that kind of stuff, but. It's, like, <clears throat> grossed them the most profits in such a long time. Like, it's insane. Really? Like, Brave didn't do good? <clears throat> oh, Brave didn't do nearly as good as Frozen. What? That's weird. I thought Brave was great. It, it was. It's a good movie. We have it, and we like it. I like it. It's one of my favorites, as far as, like, the newer ones. I mean, I prefer Aladdin. I uh, think Aladdin's always been my favorite. Yeah. <clears throat> Aladdin. I like Mulan, but it's not, it doesn't stack up nearly as good as... I, I like Brave for the uh, the setting too. You know, I like the mm-hmm, the like time frame and the setting and where they are. Of course, you do. Yeah, obviously. It's <laughs> like Sword in the Stone. Sword in the Stone's good. It's yeah. a classic. It's good. But yeah, I mean, just oh, it exceeded. I mean, they were shocked. Disney was shocked. They're like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, we just made a movie. I mean, I wonder if they're gonna make like some Tangled, Star Wars. Tangled was pretty inside. recent. That was a big hit, right? I mean, that was like pretty huge. Like Rapunzel. Did a Disney one too. Yeah, yeah. The heck are they taking these like just fairy tales and like yeah. making? Pretty much. Uh, That's weird. So yeah, they did that one. Uh, so then they did the Frozen one, and I I remember like hearing about Frozen before it was out, and I was like, oh, like, well, whatever, that looks okay. Like oh, that's weird. I literally didn't think twice about it, and then all of a sudden everyone was like, I'm scalping my tickets to see Frozen tonight for six thousand dollars, and I'm like. Okay, have fun with that, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, oh. Here's another thing. So, at like Disneyland, the, you know, the you can like wait to see characters and like take pictures with characters yeah. and stuff. So apparently, the line for Elsa goes like around the whole park. Okay. So Lex. They have read... seven Elsas just to keep <laughs> up with demand. <laughs> they have more. I don't know what their deal is. So uh, <clears throat> normally, it's like a long wait to see the princesses. Like, yeah. You can spend an hour to an hour and a half sometimes in line, and that's that's kind of a long time to wait. Like, but apparently, Lex read an article about someone that got into the park as soon as it opened, like rushed straight to where where Elsa was going to be, and there was already a line there. And she's like, "Oh, is this where the line starts?" And they're like, "No, back there." And where she was, where the line already was, was like a signpost that said like ninety minute wait from this point. And she's like, oh, is this, this is the start? This isn't bad. And they're like, no, back there. She goes back there, unmarked line at this point, <clears throat> and stands there. And a cast member comes over later and is like, oh, from where you guys are, it's probably going to be a, like a three-hour wait. <laughs> and she just got into the park and went straight there. And, the, and she was like, whoa, did people get in early or something? Was this like an early day? And they're like, no, people run here. <laughs> like, as soon as the park opens, people just like run there. And get in line. Uh, why? She, she said she ended up being in line for like four hours or something. Was it worth it? Uh, you tell me. Like, how can that ever be worth it? <laughs> <laughs> I can barely wait in line for like five minutes for my burrito. Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, it was good. Uh, good chatting. Have to do this again. And uh, yeah, you know where to find me. Where's that?
my office. Oh, <laughs> we are in Jason's office right now <laughs> on lunch break. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, cool. God, what did we talk about? We talked. We started Most off talking about, about shows Arrow and, and Game of Thrones. Went over to Books, Star, Star Wars. Wars did want to hit some more video game stuff like Dota and Final Fantasy, but yeah, well, the uh, America's qualifiers for the uh, International Four for Dota Two is going on right now, and I'm trying to catch some of the highlights because it's hard to pick up all the games, but things are shaping up pretty good. Looks like uh, <clears throat> I'm actually really happy. My one of my favorite teams, uh, Evil Geniuses, they were invited to the International. That's good. So. Be interesting to see what happens, and it's kind of cool. A lot of these games have, um, you know, AC is commentating. I like. You, have you ever have AC commentating on any of the games you watch? I don't think so. Oh, well, AC, he's uh, one of the bigger American commentators, but then they have Fear uh, commentating with him on games, and so it's pretty cool to see, you know, Fear, hmm. who I think was from EG, doing that. But it'll be cool to see what, how this shapes up. I really want to catch some of the other games, and I'm not too interested in, like, the Asian qualifiers, but the European qualifiers will be interesting. And then, of course, the International will be awesome to watch, too. Yeah, we should get together and watch some of it. We should, and we should play some more Dota, too. This latest patch is just insane. I, I, is that what you were downloading last night? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I know there was one coming out. Well... Oh, that was the one that we were reading about. Yeah, it already came out. There's but, just, like, a minor update to it. Yeah, this is just a yeah, minor okay. update. But it's, uh, you know, because the compendium's out and stuff like that, so... <clears throat> and the prize pool right now is up to, like... Four point six million dollars. Wow. Yeah, but things are shaping up pretty good. It looks awesome, and we really need to play like Kotal is a monster right now with Agon of Scepter, daytime oh, no. unobstructed vision, That's illuminate crazy. heals people. Like, oh my god, it's gonna be insane. But we can talk about that on the next one. Yeah. But anyway, I guess we'll uh, talk to you later. Yeah. See you around. <laughs>